Praise the Lord. A very brief word, and uh, we're going to pray today, and something is going to uh, crack open in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, did I say that we're going to live different from the way that we came in? Did I say that? We're going to live different from the way that we came in today in Jesus' name. Uh, last week, I, I started teaching about this uh, idea. I'm going to continue the thoughts today called the highest heaven. And uh, I uh, was, uh, I believe that, you know, today the Lord is going to do something special. I'm expecting the highest heaven to visit these lower heavens today. And somebody will be touched. Somebody will be freed. Someone will be healed. Someone will be delivered because that's what the highest heaven brings. Amen. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, and verse number 14. Uh, this is the, the story, the Christmas story, which we started last week, but um, uh, we continue those thoughts uh, uh, today. Um, the angels joined, uh, uh, the, filled the heavens, and they began to uh, proclaim Verse number uh, 14, maybe we can bring, begin in verse number 13. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to, whom, to men on whom his favor rests. Praise the Lord. Glory to God in the highest heaven. There is a highest heaven. Everybody say highest heaven. heaven. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 14. It says, to the Lord your God belong the heavens, even the highest heavens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a highest heavens. And there is a highest heavens. And today that highest heavens will be the subject of our uh, of our discussion. And uh, we're believing for a, a, a touch from the highest heavens. Man can help you so much, but the highest heavens is very accurate. It knows what to touch, where to touch, and how to free us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Uh, I was, uh, we, were, we had a, a week of uh, prayer and fasting this week, and uh, the Lord really helped us. We thank God for everything. Uh, and I was watching a, a YouTube, and I found it interesting. It was Miles Monroe teaching on the importance of fasting. And what he was talking about is how fasting, it opens our capacity to receive more than we, than we do nor normally. Uh, there is, uh, like, the way he described it is like there's pipes. And, and normally our, our pipes are very, very small. So as great and big as God is and his ability, the pipe can only receive what it's able to receive. And we get that much. But when we pray, pray and fast, we close our appetite but open our pipes. So that what is in heaven comes in greater portion and greater power. Hallelujah. And, and uh, today we walk in great power in Jesus' name. Amen. Something is opened a little bit wider today in Jesus' name. So we're going to be having a prayer service uh, today. We're going to be laying hands on people. If you come in with any need in this place, hallelujah. We're going to lay hands and I believe that the Lord will touch you today. If you're not feeling well, if you're sick in body, hallelujah. Uh, sickness is very easy for the highest heaven. 
Trouble is very easy for the highest heaven. Depression is very easy for the highest heaven. Amen, amen? amen. Praise the Lord. In Luke's gospel, chapter 9 and verse 2, Jesus, when he was sending the disciples, it says, And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He didn't just send them to proclaim the kingdom of God. He sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. The two go, go together. Amen. In fact, when Jesus started his ministry, he, 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 he spoke from, the, uh, from Isaiah's uh, prophecy. Uh, and it's recorded in Luke chapter 4, his first message. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. To preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the captives and recovery of sight for the blind. To release the oppressed and to proclaim the, the, year, the perceptible year of the Lord's favor. This tells me that the proclaiming and declaring of these things produces these things in our lives. He proclaimed and he saw what he proclaimed. It became a tangible thing because the proclamation of the gospel, the ministry of the Spirit of God, it involves the manifestation of the kingdom of God among us. Praise the Lord. Can we say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. So today, I'm believing that today will be such a day. I'm believing for uh, God to, to visit us because God is here. We are his body and he is the head. The head and the body, they flow together. Right? We are his body. We are his temple. We are his people. Amen? Amen. The body can do nothing without the head. So we should be able to reflect his nature. We should be able to reflect his glory. In fact, the reason we are here is to be the outflow of the desire and the purpose and the will of the head on the earth. Amen. Amen, amen? Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Hebrews chapter 3. I, I like this verse. I would like us to just study this for a minute. Verse number 6. It says, But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house. And we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Hallelujah. And we are his house. If indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Hallelujah. This is how the house of God is built. Right? This is how the house is it's built with confidence. Eh? It's built with holding firmly to our confidence. He builds his house. Now I thought this was an interesting verse because it shows us that the New Testament house is very different from the Old Testament house. In the Old Testament, as I mentioned earlier, is the, the house of God was the tabernacle of Moses and it was the temple of Solomon. And whenever you look at these, how these houses were built in the book of Chronicles and in the book of Exodus, you will notice that God goes into great detail to describe the details uh, of the, 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 the design of the house and the materials that were used to build it. It was very serious. God was very meticulous about each detail. Everything had to fall into place. It was so precise. 
It was so detailed. It's the most boring reading. But at the same time, it's showing that God is very specific about how he wanted his house to be built. But in the New Testament, the construction of the house changes and the materials used change because that is not the house of God anymore. Uh, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, says, Know ye not that you are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you. So the temple is no longer those buildings and those structures. The temple is now. Mm -hmm. Would you please clap for the temple or do something? Mm -hmm. It says you are God's temple. And, and therefore, if there is a, a thing of, of giving care and paying attention to the details of the temple and the design of the temple, that tells me that in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, we also need to pay attention to the design and to the materials that's used to build the New Testament temple. Hallelujah. So what are the details of, those, of that construction process? Well, it says right here, eh? and we are this house, if... Indeed, we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Hallelujah. So as long as we are full of this confidence and hope, we are his house. In fact, I want to just read a few scriptures that, that speak about this confidence. Verse, uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Hmm. So we say with confidence. Everybody say confidence. Hallelujah. The building materials of the New Testament house is this thing called confidence. Okay, say confidence and say it like you mean it. Confidence. At least do with a smile on your face. It's New Year's. Eh? Confidence. Praise the Lord. First uh, John chapter 5 and verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that he, if he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked for him. Psalm 52 and verse 8. But I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. I trust in God. Trust, confidence, hope, eh, faith. This is the substance that is used to build the New Testament house. And we are that house. Hallelujah. I am that house. You are that house. If indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Confidence. This means that if I am shy, if I am fearful, if I am full of doubt and insecurity, and I am full of guilt and shame, okay, that means I am no longer his house. He doesn't live in that house. God's house is an intangible, unseen house, but it's a real house, but it's built, and it's built with tangible but unseen realities. Hallelujah. Confidence, faith, uh, trust. That's the house that God built. That's the house that God builds right now. That's the house that I choose to become right now. Confidence. Confidence. Okay, turn to your neighbor and say confidence. confidence. Hallelujah. Confidence. Trust. Faith. This is God's house. This is the house 
that God builds. Hallelujah. Uh, when when Jesus, uh, uh, or when rather Peter and John, they came to the temple and they healed the lame man in Acts chapter 3. Um, Acts chapter 4 re records the, the outfall of that miracle. And it's interesting, the, the Bible says that the, 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 the religious leaders, the, the, the Sanhedrin, uh, called a meeting and called an assembly. They were so agitated about this miracle that had just happened. And, and they called Peter and John and they questioned them about what they had done and how they did this miracle. And Peter said in Acts chapter 4, uh, verse, uh, verse uh, number ver 8, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the capstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of uh, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were or unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Hallelujah. I like that verse. It says, When they saw the courage, the confidence, the boldness. This is not the same Peter. This is what the Holy Spirit does for people. When they saw the courage eh, of these men, eh, they realized that they were ordinary unschooled men. And they took note that they had been with Jesus. You know what this teaches me? This teaches me that school is good, but Holy Spirit is better. School will give you knowledge. And knowledge is good. Knowledge is helpful, but the Holy Spirit will give you boldness. And sometimes boldness will accomplish a lot more for you than education. Hallelujah. Boldness will do for you what education cannot do for you. Particularly when it is the kind of boldness that comes from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are his house if we hold on to the hope that we have. And the confidence. Everybody say confidence. Hallelujah. So if confidence is there... The house is there. If faith is there, the house is there. If hope and if confidence in the hope that we have is there, then the third heaven is not too far away. Hallelujah. So today let's build the house in Jesus' name. Let's get rid of all double standard questioning. Is this really manamanam? God does not live in that house. God lives in the house of faith. God lives in the house of this is the confidence that we have that when we ask in his name and in his will, we know that we have what we ask for. Faith in God, faith in his promise, faith in who he has accomplished, what he has accomplished in me, faith in what he has in store for me, faith in the goodness of God to take care of me. This is the house. It's not just a belief or a doctrine or statement. This is a house that God lives in. Can we say amen? Amen. So I still feel a little bit of resistance in the room. Can we just blow that stuff away? Like a, like a what's that called? Uh, uh, what was that? 
Chira. Can we just chira that uh, unbelief stuff? Some of you brought that funny spirit in here with you in Jesus' name. Uh, who is that preacher? Uh, who, who is that? Who, what, who does he think? I beat that spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Get out of here. Eh? This is a house we're trying to build. Eh? Guilt. Some of us don't have a relationship with God. We have a relationship with guilt. In Jesus' name, let's get rid of that guilt. In Jesus' name. That second guessing. It's a good Amharic word. We get rid of all of that because he, it, might, it might be something that's like second nature to you and you've had it your whole life, but that's not where God lives. So let's just get rid of that right now. Let faith come alive right now. Hallelujah. Faith that God's, you know, everything that we encounter in this life, because it comes from the lower heavens, it's designed to fight against the house of God. It fights against the agenda of the highest heavens. We have been born again of the highest heavens. Hallelujah. So, come on, everybody, get rid of that unbelief. Uh, that second guessing your faith. Did I really, did I give too much in offering today? What was I thinking? No, you gave too little. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God is alive. He lives in the house of faith. Hallelujah. He lives in the house of faith. I beat that spirit in the name of Jesus. You are not welcome here. We're building the house of God in Jesus' name. Faith is the economy of the highest heaven. Uh, suspicion is the economy of the lower heavens. We have been born again, not of the lower heavens, but of the highest, highest, highest heaven. That's our home. That's our people. And that's the house where God lives. Can we say amen? Praise the Lord. With that hand clap, I chira all that unbelief and negativity out of here. God is good. You know how they won victories in the Old Testament. They went out to the battlefield saying, He is good and His mercy endures forever. That's like suicide mission. But if you have confidence, David was a lot smaller than Goliath, but he had confidence. Africa's problems are too big, but we have... And lastly, I want to say this and then we're going to pray. Somebody's going to get a healing today. Somebody's going to get a breakthrough today. Because the house of God is here. This is something I noticed with both the Old Testament tabernacle and with the temple. There was two buildings that God designed and they were always central uh, to the people of Israel, the tabernacle and the, uh, and the temple. After Moses finished all of those long chapters of design, he inspected the work and he stepped back and the glory of the Lord came down and fell on the, on the tabernacle. When Solomon finished the temple, it took him seven years. And it takes about seven years to read those chapters describing the, the construction of the, of the temple. But when he finished, he stepped back, he lifted his hands to pray. And the glory of God descended on the temple. The Bible says the priest could not even minister anymore. Because the cloud of glory was so thick. That's the stuff of the highest heaven come down. Why does the stuff of the highest heaven come down? It comes down only when the temple is finished. Hallelujah. But what's the new covenant temple? The new covenant temple is confidence. It's faith. Hallelujah. Today, I don't know about you, but I came with a big bucket of faith today. I'm expecting, even as I pray for people today, I'm expecting God himself. Hallelujah. The stuff of the highest heaven to come down. Can we say amen?